are listening to the White Collar Podcast, the official podcast of White Collar Outfitters. This is the first episode, and today we will be discussing the basics of semi-formal dress. Let me dive in, and let's be real. Brand and price don't matter. You don't need an Armani suit to look dapper. The only things that matter is quality and fitting. To test the fitting of your suit jacket, do a little shoulder check with the wall. Go up against the wall, your suit jacket should make contact with the wall before your shoulder. If the fabric bunches up before your shoulder comes in contact with the wall, your fitting is too loose. There shouldn't be any denting or folding. Ideally, if you follow your collarbone out to the sharpest point of your shoulder, you should run into the seam binding your sleeve to the rest of your jacket. This is the seam that goes under your armpit and around your shoulder. You should be able to tightly cross your arms without feeling too much tension in the shoulders or the back. To test the fitting in the chest of your suit jacket, button only the top. You should be able to loosely fit a ball of the fist between your chest and the jacket. Sleeves should ride the natural contour of your arms, but not too tight or loose. They should come down between your wrist and the middle of your thumb, leaving a quarter to a half inch of your dress shirt exposed. Your suit pants should rest three fingers below your belly button. The legs of your pants should ride the taper of your legs without being too tight. Hem or length may vary by preference or style. There are crop, which is just above the ankle, no break, which skims the shoes, slight break, which rests on the shoes, half break, which covers the tops of the shoes, full break, which covers half of the shoes. Full break isn't the cleanest due to bunching up of pant legs in the shins. Creases are a classy touch, going from hem of the pants to mid-thigh. As for suit jacket styles, there are three types of lapels and two types of breasts. The three types of lapels are notch, which is classic seen on most suits, the peak lapel, which is more formal and flashy, and the shawl collar, which is more formal for award shows, galas, dinner parties. And there are two breast styles, which refer to the buttons. There's single-breasted, which is one, two, or three buttons, two most common, seen with notch, peak, and shawl lapels, most common on the notch double-breasted being four, six, or eight buttons, six being the most seen on peak lapels and shawl collars, peak being the one most seen. Now the rule for buttons, do not button the bottom one. There are three types of vents, which are the slits down the back. There's no vent, there's a single, which goes down the center, and there's a double which ride the two outsides. Your first suit should be multi-purpose for events such as weddings, interviews, work. Really, as far as fittings go, just go to a tailor. Off the rack will not cut it. No pun intended. If you're buying more suits, consider skin tone, seasons, and occasions. Spring and summer may appropriate for lighter colors, brighter tones, and fabrics. However, winter and fall may appropriate for darker colors, earthy tones, and heavier fabrics. 
options for what to wear under a suit. Conventional button-down dress shirt, a plain crew neck or v-neck shirt. It shouldn't have any graphics or what have you. Regardless, it should be slimming, however, not bunch or crease. If worn untucked, make sure it is a bit shorter than your suit jacket. However, if you do opt to tuck it in, use garters, also known as shirt stays, which go from your shirt down to your socks to keep from having to tuck it in all day. And it looks a lot cleaner and prevents muffin top. Don't wear button collared shirts. Your dress shirt cuff options are two button barrel cuffs, most conventional, and French cuffs, more classy, bound by cuff links. When wearing conventional dress shirts, such as a button down, use what is called a gig line when tucking it in. That would be the seam of your shirt and the seam of your trousers that needs to be lined up so that it does not look tacky. There's a debate between wearing white undershirt or no undershirt due to pitting or oversweating. I personally wear one because it's what we did in the Marine Corps and it's an extra layer in the winter. Ties, long ties, point should touch the top of your belt buckle or where it would be if you were wearing one. Your tie should match the color palette of your suit and shirt. You may opt to wear a tie bar, a tie tack, or a vest, but never wear more than one at a time. Vests should follow the color palette. A tie bar, if you decide to wear one, is a sensible personality touch that keeps it the tie in place. Pocket squares, since they are an option, do not need to match the tie or shirt perfectly. However, again, should continue on the same color palette. It can add some personality to any suit as an accent piece. There are no rules when it comes to the color of socks since they are typically only shown when you're seated. Do not wear visible socks with loafers. It looks weird, really. Sock visibility is optional with dress shoes. You may also choose a casual touch of footwear such as sneakers, an example, Adidas Superstars, Gucci Aces, or Common Projects. Shoes should still match the color palette. If your shoes are brown or red leather, it should match the hue of your belt if you decide to wear a belt. And that concludes the basics of semi-formal attire, gentlemen. Listen daily for more from White Collar. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple Music. Until next time.